0: You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app with Ben White. I'm merely Mike Luke. All right, Arizona with a game, Ben, that a lot of people didn't think that Arizona would have in it. Again, basically down from uh, the majority of the game don't get uh, some of your peak performances pardon the pun from some of your best players but courtney ramey at the end we've talked all season about how this team steps up most when it matters most and courtney ramey again made the shot that sealed the deal ben white
1: yeah first of all heck of a basketball game from both teams ucla arizona obviously neck and neck up until the end and Could have went either way, and you know, Arizona had situations throughout the game where they struggled just because they weren't getting consistent play from their guards, and when they needed it most, Ramey stepped out, and then obviously UCLA had issues with uh, their bigs fouling out earlier in the game, and you kind of felt like, all right, this is the opportunity for Arizona to really take momentum here, make a big three, that's what Courtney uh, Ramey did. Eight lead changes throughout this game, just right. very neck and neck. And what throughout really, the entire time.
0: and what really sticks up to me, and we want to hear all your comments. You guys know, uh, you guys were know to uh, hop in there. We're going to try to get to as many of them as we can. But the one thing, midway through the game, Courtney Ramey. Pell Larson, Cedric Henderson, oh yeah. of 10 from the field, oh of 10. And Arizona still is able to get back in this game and, again, win it at the very end, win it mattered most, obviously. But, man, this was just a team effort, and not only that – Arizona beat a really, really good UCLA team. And you look at the numbers from Arizona, they did not play well. This no. is not a good game. 19-52 from the field, 6-20. of 20. But at the end of the day, they backed the A. And Ben, honestly, you know, joking aside, this was a gut check win type here against a really good UCLA team. That, granted, was shorthanded, but you know what? Arizona's been shorthanded in these spots before as well.
1: It doesn't matter, and when you get up into this point in conference tournaments and as we turn the tables towards March, you're really going to see teams be shorthanded. I mean, obviously, their injury with Clark is huge. Um, They obviously had Bona out as well, but... Arizona did one really key thing in this win, and they beat a really tough team that dominates down low physically. UCLA, you can make the argument, is the best defensive team in all of college basketball. They slow the pace down. They score 50 to 60 points per game. And as we know, we've watched Arizona. That's just not their style of play. Yet again, here we are talking about a a second win on the year where Arizona was really able to slow the game down when they needed to be, take it possession by possession, and beat UCLA at their own game. All well, you know, the guards are not performing. Like you said, Ramey had a three. His only three of the game Mm -hmm. was that key three that got them up in this game. Tubelas did his thing inside, but Arizona obviously too had some issues with the front court. I mean, there just wasn't a a level of consistency that we've seen throughout the week when it comes to going inside to Tabalo, especially Tabalo's had his points, but Arizona was able to find a way to win. And what does it matter? What does it matter this time of year? Finding ways to win.
0: Finding ways to win, that's what matters. You know a way to find a way to win? The DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. Here's the deal. You can put down, if you're a new customer, you can put down $5, again, just $5, and get up to $200 in free plays. Now, again, you might be saying to yourself, Mike, what should I bet on? We told you that last game. You want to bet on the A. You want to back the A to the fullest right here. Not only do you want to back the A to the fullest, Ben White, you could get money by backing the A as well. Again, Shane Diefenbach was rooting, like, nonstop for the University of Arizona, as was Anthony Totry, as was Sean DePause. All of the – I know he didn't back the A. It didn't matter. your bet against them. It's okay. It doesn't matter to me. your bet against the A. 21 and up, Arizona only. Got a gambling problem called 1-800-NEXT-STEP. But this is where we're at, though, right now now, Ben White. We talked about it back in the A right here on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and you know, that's just uh, that's just the way that it is right there, my friend. And one other thing, Tap and Bottle. Our good friends Scott and Rebecca, they are down here right now. I'm going a little bit out of order right here, but um, tap our good friends Scott and Rebecca are down here. You can go to Tap and Bottle watch parties or go to Tap and Bottle downtown and you can get Four Peaks, or a variety of different drinks. Support local. Support our good friends right there, Scott and Rebecca. And again, the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. All right, Azulis Tabellis Ben White has been the key for Arizona all season long. He has been the guy. There are some naysayers. Maybe some people that went to Syracuse. Maybe went to Cronkite. I don't know. But I'm just kidding with you. But I don't think um, there's so many
1: naysayers. Yes,
0: yes, there's no naysayers for sure. But um, he really is. Uh, he has been a godsend. I think going into the year we had a lot of questions about where he was really going to be in the grand scheme of things um, with his mental makeup and again even though he didn't have a t- you know a vintage second half by Tabela's performances and did have a vintage game 19 and 14 still at the end of the day yeah. I mean big time stuff
1: yeah if, if you if you hadn't watched a second of uh, Azula's Tabelas, and, and obviously we all have but to say 19 and 14 isn't a vintage game I think speaks to the level of what he's right. been able to bring to this team all year he's one of those guys that that Arizona's in a position, you know, it's 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 not necessarily a rebuilding season just because of how well they've done, but certainly going into the year, we didn't have the expectation this team was going to be in the top 10 conversation, right. We just didn't. Right. I mean, you lost 3 guys to the NBA, you had a lot of questions on the guard spot. And what's been so nice about having somebody like Tubelis here is you know exactly what you're going to get game in and game out. And no matter what happens, whether it's Ramey not stringing together some points until that last key three that put the game essentially away for Arizona, or even guys like Henderson, who really kind of was off and on all year up until this week where he was able to uh, be as consistent as he's been. It gives you that flexibility to let the development take place in the backcourt. And that's what having somebody like Tubelas has and being able to count on him from a scoring perspective, somebody who works inside out, makes things so much more efficient and easy for Arizona on the offensive and defensive end. So he is the reason that Arizona is standing here tonight with the W for sure.
0: Uh, yes, he's the reason. But again, we've talked about this all season. And I think what is so exciting about this squad over and by the way, hop in right here. 203 uh, lives right now. Let's keep pushing that number right here. Uh, lots of leaders of men out there. But we got to start with uh, Umar Ballo again. Not a not a vintage game again for him. But the thing, watching him up front, and I think the thing that a lot of people don't get when you watch him because he's kind of a big dude, kind of a lumberer, but he wears you down. Yeah. And you look at it when uh, Eddie, when Eddie and Spitter Boy, as we call him here in Tucson, or um. Uh, 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 David Nwabu goes out. Yep. He um, it's because he is wearing you down. He is so big. He is so physical, and he's a player that you just generally you have a hard time dealing with.
1: Yeah, you do. I mean, when somebody's that big as as he big as he is, and and there were spurts tonight where you know you kind of felt like maybe he could have been a little bit more aggressive going up for the dunk. But I think that has more to do with the officiating, which I'm sure we're going to get to here in a little mm-hmm. bit more so than it is Balo. But he can just be so automatic, and as long as you have that presence inside. It's going to be hard for any team to match up against him, and you saw that tonight.
0: All right, and uh, we're going to talk a lot about the seating right here. Everybody on here, you're smarter than me, so again, I need you to keep feeding the questions. Going to try to get to us as many as possible, relying on you right here. Um, But again, Tommy Lloyd, and this is something that I've noticed pretty much all season right here. The thing about Tommy Lloyd that is so unique, that is so refreshing, is he doesn't lose his cool. Now listen, our good friends over at PHNX Sun Devils, they root for Bobby Hurley. Bobby Hurley's a guy that loses his cool, but you know what? That's part of his shtick right there. Watching Tommy Lloyd right there, his teams never really panic. They don't, even in this game when UCLA got up eight, he calls a timeout. He gets into Pella Larson a little bit for sure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, though, it wasn't anything where this team looked despair. This team looked like, oh gosh, we can't do this. Come right back out of there. And again, Paul Larson makes a big three. Kirk Kreisa, who has not had his best performances though, at the end of the day makes a huge three as well. There was a ton of different uh, guys here that you could say just really stepped up to the plate.
1: Yeah, and what I really like about him, and, and Jeffrey's made this point with us a couple nights ago, is what he does, does he know? Yeah, you know, what does he know? Right? <laughs> Maybe he'll join us a little bit later. Right. And, but you know, he's one of those guys with the way he coaches. He's so focused on the why, right? Not the what. Right. You watch Mick in the entire game, every single possession, it's Tiger Campbell dribbling the ball up the court, stopping, you know, past the key, looking over to coach saying, What do we do? Right. With Lloyd, you don't see any of that. Right. And there's even situations where, whether it's Kerr, whether it's Ramey, whether it's Henderson, all kind of had their ups and downs throughout the night and obviously contributed uh, positively in different mom- moments of the game. But despite who it is, Lloyd's always going to be able to kind of look at them and tell them, okay, here's what we need you to do, and here's why we need you to do it. Yes. And
0: he's very much a teacher. He he is a teacher. Exactly. Oh, by the way, real quick, Shane Devenbach, I don't want to get in trouble. You guys know this. Pugs and Hugs sends a two dollar and ninety nine cent. Uh, um, so what am I supposed to do? Click on it. Let's get to it. What does he say? Okay, so I'm clicking on it, and it says, um, I don't know. I well, no, all all it is is it's a picture of a. It's a picture of a cow. Baby lemon. It's a baby. All right. Okay. There, that's why we have okay. Shane Diefenbach right here to uh to bail me through when it matters. Um okay. All right. Now, now want to talk a lot about the seating right here. What do you have, Ben White? Look like you were about to say Let's something. Let's talk
1: about Pelle Larson and mm-hmm. Jose Roman in the comments. I think makes a good point. Jose that's
0: L. Roman Jr. L.
1: Roman Jr. Yes. Appreciate you, Jose. Mm -hmm. Makes a great point. Pella's defense on Hawkes, Mm -hmm. in his mind, was the biggest deal. Player of the year essentially neutralized in a big moment.
0: Well, we got to remember, Tommy Lloyd talked before the season, and um, when he was giving me a little bit of grief, I asked him a couple questions. First of all, I asked him about the nickname, the Tommy Gun. Didn't like it, said he doesn't want it. But then I asked him about Pella Larson, and he said I think he could be in the contention for conference defensive player of the year. He didn't get that love this year, but you watch him. You watch what he what he did out there, he made life difficult for Jaime Hawkes. By the way, Tucson connection Jaime Hawkes. Mother went to Pima Community College. But yes, great point there by Jose R- L Roman Jr.
1: Absolutely. And I think Pella is one of those guys who, when he really comes off the bench like he has been in this role the past couple of months, it just does a world of wonder for him, I think, from a confidence standpoint. Somebody who comes in knows exactly what he needs to do. And he took that matchup to heart, man. I know we talk a lot about bellos and talk about, you know, double double numbers just because of how good he is and just having meaningful, impactful games. But as good as it may look from Hawkins' perspective tonight, he did have 13 and 10, but. He was definitely a guy who could have done a lot more. I mean, he was a guy mm-hmm. who, no doubt. Uh, I think, for the most part, had more challenges getting to the rim than we've seen, you know, throughout the last couple of weeks. And Larson's a big deal for that, for All sure. Right. He comes right. with a lot of uh, kudos for that.
0: Now, listen, if you're a cool guy like Ben White, you fly. But not everybody's as cool as Ben White. People like Shane Diefenbach, Anthony Totry, Sean DePaz, they are going to be driving home tomorrow, as am I. Guess what is going to be a necessity for us? Circle K. We're excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. Check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, snack selection, premium gas. And again, I like getting Funyuns. Funyuns, I think, are very, very good. Very underrated. I also like peanut butter M&Ms. You can get them there as well. Or you might say to yourself, Mike, how'd you get so tall? How'd you get <laughs> so muscular? Beef jerky. You can get it there as well. Again, we're excited... <laughs> to partner with our friends at Circle K. To kick things off, we've teamed up for an amazing opportunity giveaway. You can text PHNX to one. 310 for an opportunity to win a $500 gift card. See show notes for details. But again, I speak for the PHNX Sun Devil crew. They will be making a pit stop at Circle K. A
1: $500 gift card? That's beef jerky for life, right there. That
0: is. And that is protein for life, yes. my friend, right there. And me and the great John Schuster will be stopping by there as well. So again, Circle K and Illegal Pete's. Now, I've been to Illegal Pete's before, and the cool kids have been to Illegal Pete's in Tempe as well. Ben White, you have been to Illegal Pete's because I've been there with you at Illegal Pete's. You never leave Illegal Pete's without having a good time. Is this correct? That is correct. All right. And you're thinking to yourself, well, you know what? My, my Nothing b- cures my bracket in a busted first round like fresh limes, tequila, and sweet agave. Try out an Illegal Pete's coin premium or frozen margarita stop by for happy hour three to six every day again you can get nachos great food again my favorite phrase you name it they got it but i only say it when they do have it right there okay now going back to this game though we got to talk though about what this means now for seating i think it is impossible when you look at their records now arizona uh excuse me 28 and 6 ucla 29 and 5 and again, nobody likes the fact that uh, that uh, Jalen Clark is out for the year. Uh, Adem Bona didn't play today. But you know what? You play with who you got. Arizona has a better resume than UCLA. They've beaten UCLA two out of three times. You also have wins against Tennessee. You have wins again, like we talked about. Yeah, quad eight, wins. Eight, quad eight, wins. One wins. Quad wins. Nine quad wins. Nine tonight. Yeah, yes. yeah. We don't want yes. Brian Jeffrey to steal Brian. Brian, Brian Jeff. Jeff to yeah. steal that important information that is already public right there. But Arizona's resume, let's let's be quite frank, kicks ass right now.
1: Yeah, it kicks ass, and I think. We talked about it yesterday. The committee is really going to value good wins over bad losses this year. Right. I think outside of Texas, they have 16 quad one wins. Right. So you're not going to catch that, obviously. But if you're an Arizona fan, it comes down to region. And – whether it's Denver, whether it's Sacramento, we're going to find out tomorrow on Selection Sunday. But as long as you have that spot in the West, and I think at this point it'd be really, really hard not to lock them in at that two spot. Right. I think one's kind of out of reach at this point, but two or three in the West, I'm cool with it. I'll take it all day. And at that point, you just have to see what happens. You know, We'll get into the matchups. we got a lot more coming up next week on the channel when it comes to that. But you control what you can control, and right. Arizona did exactly that in this tournament, winning it doing what they did, dealing with whatever circumstances they were dealt with, um, taking care of a, an, a, an ASTU team yesterday that obviously had nothing left to lose, you mm-hmm. know, nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, a shorthanded UCLA team that is really tough, and they obviously threw the kitchen sink at Arizona today, uh, despite all those challenges. So control what you can control. We'll see what happens tomorrow, but Arizona's in a great spot because they will likely be in the West, and that's all you want if you're a fan.
0: All right, let's talk about the refereeing a little bit here. We got to address the elephant in the room here. I want to be a... I want to be mugged here. Pac-12 officials generally suck. We all know that. Um, there's no – but I also – watching this game, though, I, I don't feel that there was a bias against Arizona per se because there are some times it, Amari Bailey clearly did not foul on the dunk terrible. right there. Was I a terrible mean, call. Say what you
1: want. That was awful. Yeah.
0: Azulis Tabelas – I mean, excuse me, Azulis Tabelas, Um uh, now, why am I uh, draw- drawing a total blank here? Um, Umar Ballo probably had some shuffles of the feet that weren't yeah. called, but again, Arizona also got screwed on some. You know, at the end, yep. it just it generally kind of evens out. Now, again, I don't want to make mis- I don't want to make up for mediocrity right there. Right, but at the end of the day. It just is what it is. Arizona was able to overcome that, though. And generally in these kind of close games, unless it's ASU, which wins on, like, some prayer buzzer beater, Arizona generally wins these type of games right here. And, again, I think that's a reflection of their coach, Tommy Lloyd.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, what happens in these types of games I think in the first half you don't you never want to be the ref that is being talked more so about than the game and you saw that a little bit in the first half you saw that with the the Mari Bailey dunk which was clearly not an offensive foul but like you said Mike it evens out and especially in a game at the pace that these two teams played I think you're going to see you know a situation where that balances out and right now Arizona's in a great spot and they obviously benefited from it
0: all right now. We're very privileged. He's up against the clock because, again, he's with the team right here. But Brian Jeffries, Brian, you've covered a lot of Pac-12 tournaments, a lot of Arizona wins in the Pac-12 mm-hmm. tournament. What were your thoughts right here on this game and what uh, Arizona being able to win this game?
2: Uh, probably what Tommy Lloyd said this afternoon uh, that it could very well be a grinded-out game and the defense was going to dictate the outcome tonight, and it did. And both teams played outstanding defense. I think you know UCLA deserves some credit there. Uh, The fact Arizona was down by nine there in the second half, they kind of turned up their defensive pressure uh, and forced UCLA into some bad shots. Uh, You can't say enough about Arizona's bigs inside. Uh, I thought Pella Larson was outstanding tonight, and that offensive rebound that he Mm -hmm. got out and that Ramey ended up getting the game winner, that shouldn't be overlooked because as big a shot as Ramey's was, if not for the second-chance opportunity, given by Pella Larson, Arizona may not have won the game.
0: Right, and he made Jaime Hawkes, the Pac-12 player of the year, work for everything yeah. out there, just from a physicality perspective. And Tommy Lloyd talked before the season. He said, I expect Pella Larson to be a guy that could be in contention for conference defensive player of the year. He understands angles. He understands physicality. And he really earned his money right there, Brian. Well, he did. And earned his money. I don't know if that's the right term, but go ahead. <laughs>
2: Well, he got a T-shirt and a hat tonight, so (laughs) he earned that tonight. Uh, Pella has uh, been underrated, I think, as a defensive player. Uh, He is, you know, there's an argument there, I know, around that, you know, the the players don't talk about it, but some of us do. Okay, who's the best on-ball defender on this team? Is it Courtney Ramey? Mm -hmm. Is it Pella Larson? Is it Kylan Boswell? Is it Cedric Henderson? OK, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going to answer that. I'm oh. going to tell you, Pella is really good. And part of it is because of his face, physical stature, right. that, that he can guard guys of different sizes. And he's quick enough uh, uh, a foot mm-hmm. that he can guard guys with different speeds. So, uh, yes, they made Hawkes work. And I'm, I was so happy for Zoo tonight. I, I know that this was not a one-on-one matchup with him <laughs> and Hawkes tonight. But for him to be named the most valuable player after Hawkeyes got Player of the Year in the Pac-12, you, it, it couldn't have been better, and zoo outplayed him on top of that.
0: All right, Brian, I know you're against the clock right All now. Right.
2: Appreciate you stopping by, my guy.
0: Can we get you to say back the A on uh – on, uh, Back TA that's all we wanted right there, there make sure to okay. timestamp that guys right all right
2: there. I get to leave before you read the commercial too uh, you know Brian
0: we we okay. tried to get all of them out of the way before you came over okay, right there so we could it. be totally uh, totally focused all but right. again really appreciate you joining right. us throughout right. here thanks guys we thanks, will, Brian uh, we'll be don't worry you haven't seen the last of us we'll see you
1: next oh, week really we'll be
2: seeing you probably next week okay well what if the team ends up in uh, Bangor you no, know, oh, there is no one there. there, there though. I guess I will say there see you is. There
0: is no, <laughs> Brian. You're not getting away from us.
2: Okay. <laughs> I pre- <All> right. <laughs> appreciate you, Thanks, Brian. Brian.
0: Voice of the Wildcats right there. Mr. Brian Jeffries, the GOAT, as we call him on this show. All right. Um, ben, I think Brian, though, hit the nail on the head. You've got four or five defensive players on this squad that on a given day can step up and really be that player right there. And again, Courtney Ramey has done that from time to time. Pella Larson, Seth Henderson, Kylan Boswell. Everybody does their own thing kind of when it matters. By the way, everybody out there, spread the word. We're at 294. Let's try to push this to 300. Back the A, spread the word. Ben White, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I think um, when you look at the defense, just from Larson tonight, it's not only Larson. I think it's a collective effort, like you said, Mike. And I think what's so cool about the way that these guards play, even if they're not making shots for the most part, You see this in a lot of younger guys. And and Ramey and Henderson don't count as much just because they have more time and they're more experienced. But you see it with a lot of guards, especially in the Pac-12. I think ASU is a good example. Whereas when these guys aren't making shots, you see the confidence lack and you see that area kind of deteriorate in other parts of their game. Arizona doesn't have that issue. Nope. Arizona gets into passing lanes. They force turnovers. Like Brian said, that Larson offensive rebound was bigger than anything in this game. And as long as you have a guy who's willing to step up, And I think somebody in Lloyd who knows that you can throw four or five of these guys out there in and out of the lineup, and you know you're going to get something. Your odds are pretty well stacked in this favor. Arizona doesn't have that one clutch card. They obviously don't have a a Dalen Terry or Benedict Matherin. But they've got enough pieces out there to cause problems any given night.
0: Yes. Now, also, one thing I don't think that anybody thought that we were going to see the third peak out there we did see the third peak out there, Henry Vassar. Now, granted, it wasn't the fourth peak, but we can't always have the fourth peak out there. The fourth peak, though, is Four Peaks, the official brew of PHNX Sports. Now, you might say to yourself, Mike, what's so great about Four Peaks? Kilt Lifter. Kilt Lifter, very, very good drink. I've been telling people about this for years. A member of the uh, Four Peaks family right there. Ben White, you like Kilt Lifter. Kilt lifter is very good. We're going to actually have, I have in my mini fridge in my room, I actually have a few kilt lifters. This is true. Yes, it is. All right. So, again, now you might say to yourself, Mike, tell me a little bit more about Four Peaks. Where could I uh, find a little bit of Four Peaks? You know the best place. Uh, Go to uh, Tempe location. Spend it in uh, St. Patty's Day. Again, Four Peaks, 8th Street Pub, of course. Hang out with your favorite degenerates and enjoy a – Damn good time. Must be 21 or, years of age or older. Or if you're in Tucson, Mike, where do you get it? Oh, you could get it at Tap and Bottle. They have it right there as well. But let's just say that you're saying to yourself, "Man, I'd love to see Shane Diefenbach in action sometime." That's where you would go. You might be able to find him at the Four Peaks Brewer <laughs> Brewery right there. So again, Four Peaks right there. Great stuff. Uh, I'd love to. Uh, you guys will. Uh, you guys will appreciate it. All right now. This is a big, big deal, in my opinion, though, for Arizona because you've got, you're probably going to stay out west. We're probably going to get to bother Brian Jeffries next week, hopefully, hopefully, in Sacramento. But, um, Ben, you want to stay out west because Arizona fans travel. That obviously is a key part of this equation.
1: Yeah, it's it's huge, and I think Arizona fans are going to travel if it's somewhere like Sacramento, um, even somewhere like Denver. It's looking Ben White
0: like, hometown Sacramento, right there. Yeah,
1: absolutely. If you need food spots in Sacramento, go we to got Ben
0: White's you. house. <laughs>
1: Well, I guess you could. <laughs> I right. guess you could. But, no, I think Arizona, you know, it, it all comes down to the west, right? And then you kind of take it from there. You see what matchups um, kind of swing in your favor. And at that point, you know, you're in a pretty good spot just because you know that you have the region locked down. You have the bracket locked down. And uh, we'll see. Maybe we can get Purdue in there as a one seed. Right. I mean, I was looking at this on Twitter.
0: And oh, I would love it. All the Big Ten garbage when, teams. We want all of them in our when bracket. Is the la-
1: when is the last time people have openly come out and said, yeah, I want a one seat in the second round? Right. Or for, uh,
0: especially uh, a team in the Big Ten. I will take any of it. We've talked about this from day one. The Big Ten sucks. They're going to get 30 teams in. I want every single one of them in the region. I've already done my DraftKings read, but I'm going to tell you another one right here. I would go on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, and I would parlay against all of the Big Ten teams right there because they stink and they're all going to get knocked out. I hope that Arizona gets them right there, Ben White.
1: I, I hope so too. I really hope so.
0: But now let's talk a little bit then about uh, Kirk creesa It's going to be because Arizona needs him. He is the epitome of a guy. He drives people crazy. Let's be honest. He drives me crazy. But game after game, he's the guy that can go two or twelve from the field. But guess what? Those two shots right there yeah. are generally the biggest shots of the game.
1: Yeah, and that's why you keep them in. I mean, you say what you want about the shooting struggle, say what you want. But like we talked about earlier, whether it's Kreisa, whether it's Ramey or any of these other guards, everybody brings a, a different skill set to the table. And, you know, Kerr may not be the most athletic guy, may not be the biggest guy, may have some trouble staying in front of guys like Tyre Campbell. Totally get all that. Right. But Chris is a guy who comes in, runs that offense so well, and can pass the ball inside. And if you're Arizona, you want to work inside out. And like they say when you're in a shooting slump, right, you keep shooting. And that's mm-hmm. what he did tonight, and he made the biggest shots and the biggest moments.
0: Yep, and that's really what he did. Again, we talk about confidence all the time. And um, I will ask you guys this. Do you think maybe if Matt Muehlbach, if you could maybe steal him, he'll come over if you get him. Uh, maybe just to get him for a minute here. If you can. But again, if Matt Mulebach is too cool for us, then again, which he he really isn't, but either way. Um, Arizona, though, this was, (sighs) going into this year, I thought this was going to be a top 15 to 25 team. Under no circumstances. And even
1: that that was a little bit of a stretch, right? Yeah,
0: I just didn't. They were preseason ranked like 17, but I never really looked at them and said, all right, that could be a one or a two seed out west. And Maybe there were some people out there. I'd love to see some of your comments. Again, it's a little bit more difficult when we're on remote, so we can't get to all of them right here. But I didn't. this team, to me, is drastically overachieved. Uh, Tommy Lloyd right here was the uh, national coach of the year last year. I believe that he's done a better job this year, Ben White. Yeah. And I think that you saw that out there today.
1: Yeah, I mean, you definitely saw it today. Obviously, the team was ranked a lot lower. You lose three guys to the NBA, and uh, you deal with uh, – not necessarily the injuries that they had last year, but I think you just deal with more inconsistencies and, and less reassurance in the sense that going into the year, you didn't know you were going to get out a lot of these guys outside right. of Tubelas. Balo is somebody, obviously, most improved player in the conference. That's a big deal. Uh, somebody who goes up, does game in and game out, what you need to on the inside. And then I think the biggest thing, no matter what happens between those two bigs and as important as they are, it's, it's the guards. Right. Ramey is a guy who came in, fifth-year guy from Texas. We knew he could average you know, 9 to 10 points a game and you know, kind of be a spot-up shooter, but he's done so much more. I mean, these guys have taken these assignments to heart on the defensive side, the offensive side, and that's what you got to love.
0: Right, and um, getting a lot of questions about how uh, – and again, I am not on the tournament selection show – I know that might be hard to believe or I'm not, not yet. I am not, not on the yet, committee right? either, but yeah. I do believe they're going to be out West. I believe when you're a program again, this is an ASU we're talking about when this year, a program like Arizona, you have the cachet you do and we're ninety Let's get to that 300 spread the word. But when you have the cachet that Arizona does and you have the resume that they do, this is, I, I think it's hard not to put them out. west. Uh, honestly, Ben white.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's going to be damn near impossible. Um, you're going to be out West, but that's I think
0: his, that's as affirmative as Ben White will get on something if he says it's damn near impossible. I like it there, Ben.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think the question is right. Are you going to be in a two or three? And what does that bracket shake out? But I think when you look at the, the quad one wins and you look at the way things have shaken out, especially out West with the Pac-12 and especially a team like Gonzaga and some of these other West Coast schools, nobody but, has a better resume than Arizona.
0: And big picture, when you're looking at the NCAA tournament, um, when you're looking at the NCAA tournament, the one thing, though, is there's nobody out there that scares you. There's nobody where you're like, oh, gosh, don't really want to play them. Now, again, there's teams yeah. that might match up a little bit better with Arizona. But, you know, Tennessee is a much different team than UCLA. Indiana, Big Ten, pff, they're still a good team, garbage. though. Yes, garbage, as we like to say on this show. They're still a better team, though. There's a lot of teams out there that Arizona has beaten that are just Different, but what Arizona has also shown, though, too, is that they can struggle sometimes against some of the poorer teams on their schedule. Yeah. But they also end up beating the really good teams on their schedule. And guess what? It's NCAA tournament time. And that's. And you're going to be playing good teams at that point.
1: Yeah, I mean you, t- you took the words right out of my mouth, right? I mean Arizona historically. By the way, has- thank
0: you, everyone. We're 311. You guys are awesome.
1: Go ahead. Keep it up. But yeah, Arizona historically has played down to their competition. And the, the great thing about this time of year is it, it matters. You're dialed in, and you know. This game, Tennessee, Indiana, San Diego State, like you said, Mike, all very different teams. And on paper, I think people maybe looking outside in or looking just at the individual aspects of Arizona's roster would say, oh, maybe Arizona doesn't match up very well with this team or maybe there's going to be some issues here or there. But I think what's so cool and special about this team is They've played in so many different ways to get different types of wins yes, this year. Yes, yes. Whether it's tonight against UCLA only scoring 61 points, whether it's beating ASU by 85, speeding things up, going toe-to-toe with them offensively, It's just really different. I can't remember the last time, at least under a Miller team, and obviously loot's a whole different animal, but I can't remember in recent memory a program that is just able to find so many different ways to win based off who they're going up against. And
0: again, 61-59. to How many times have we heard, well, Tommy Lloyd's teams, they're just run and gun. They can't really win those games when it really matters. Can't defend, all of that nonsense. Tommy Lloyd said, you know what, screw that we are going to be able to do that right there now. I think we're going to have the great Matt Mulebach come over here in just a second. But first, let's get the last read out of the way. Mountain Mike's Pizza. Again, as you know, I uh, want to... uh, A lot of people think I'm Mountain Mike. Ben, we've been trying to dispel this misinformation campaign. I am not Mountain Mike because Mountain Mike has come up with pizza that I could never even think about coming up with. Very good pepperonis. Oh, I know your pizza creations. Oh, you know. They they don't come even close. They don't come even close. That's why Mountain Mike's has been a godsend for me. Now, you can go to uh, Mesa, Chandler, or the Tucson location. What are the cross streets in Tucson? Oracle and Wetmore. Oracle and Wetmore. Right there. Ben White knows. Ben White doesn't even live in Tucson, and he knows that one. Uh, Lunch Buffet. And again, great food. Head over to MountMike'sPizza.com, and again, check out the Mesa, Chandler, or Tucson locations to place your next order. Reminder: Here's where it gets fun. Reminder: Diehards get diehards get a fifty-dollar voucher upon signing up. What better is it than that right there? That's and, some good free pizza right there. Oh, and look who it looks like we have coming over right now, the great Matt Muehlbach, the great Matt Muehlbach, Mr. Triple Double himself. Matt, oh shoot! No, it's okay. Break whatever we you got, want. Just make, make sure it's not now. my stuff. Um Matt, <laughs> yes. we talked all year. By the way, congratulations on another kick-ass year, right Thank there. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Right. Um, you too. Well, thanks, you too, man. You guys are crushing it, it here yeah, in Vegas. Appreciate it, Matt. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Matt, you know we talked all year where people are questioning whether Arizona can win games that aren't in the 90s or the 80s. <laughs> We've seen now multiple times against really, really good teams that. Tommy Lloyd has been able to win games, and look, just look at this one, 61-59 right here.
3: Yeah, and, and you think about what, the other game they beat UCLA at home yeah. was 58-54 or yep. 52 or whatever right. it was, so they lost the game in, right. in Pauley when it was in the 80s. So, right. you know, look, Tommy Lloyd, he's, he's obviously a very young head coach. Mm-hmm. He's not a young coach, right. because he's been a coach for 22 years or whatever it is, Um, but he's a young head coach. but he understands what he's doing big time. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is he now the winningest. Yep. By coach two games yeah, in already. the history of basketball. Right. I, don't, I don't have to go much further yeah. than that. And two yeah. years in, too. I mean, that's good.
0: That's yeah. good stuff. So now, a to Bellis, Now I would have voted, and I would have voted for Jaime Hawkins for the regular season for the Conference Player of the Year. But I also think that as Julius Tabellis—not that he cares what I have to say—I don't even think he probably knows who I am—but 19 and 14 in a game like this, and again, it wasn't your typical efficient zoo game.
3: But especially in that first half, Matt, when they went to him down low, he was essentially automatic. Well, and that's why you know when we come to games, mm-hmm. the, the the nice thing about it is, and I see a lot of people—they just look at stat sheets, right? But when you're at the game you get a feel, you get the presence of what's really happening and not even like a super like crazy strat, you know, strategy, nerd ball, whatever. But you understand who's really mm-hmm. making stuff happen on the court. Right. And when you watch it, you're like, Zoo's the man. Right. Like, they're, they're worried about Zoo. Everything they do is trying to cut him off. When he was getting buckets, it's like he's imposing his will. And everybody else getting points and things off of him playing through Zoo.
0: Let, let me ask you this. You played with who most people consider the best player in Arizona history, the great Sean Elliott. When you have a player like that that is – clearly the man in a game how does it make things easier for the Matt Mulebox for the Steve Kers for the Pella Larson's for the Kirk Creases guys like that when you have one guy who is really and again not to compare him to Sean but just comparing him from being that number one option type
3: well, you know, in the, you know in the scouting report, like when I knew going into those games, I was somewhere down the line, and I right. was hoping like a lot of players, they didn't do their homework right. and didn't, didn't remember or didn't know how to spell my name. Right. But, you know, no, they're, they're, look, they're going to focus on him. With Sean, we were so lucky. Everybody focused on Sean, gave me jump shots, gave me looks, gave right. me opportunities. And I think that's the same with Zoo. You know, he, he, by the way, this is the other thing that people don't realize. Zoo fouled out their whole team practically. Correct. Correct. Yes. No front court. Right. They had no yep. front court right. because of Zoo. Exactly. And partly Balo, too. Give Balo mm-hmm. credit. I think, you know, you and I talked about this, um, Mike, and that was Zoo had the little bit of a dip. hmm. And, you know, look, it's hard to be perfect for whatever right. this season is, five or six months. But I thought when they went to L.A., he kind of got back. The Lithuanian locomotive got back oh, on the track. I love it, the Lithuanian locomotive. He got back on the track. But the other guy that I thought was maybe not what he was early in the year was Umar Balo. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Lloyd called him, what do you call him, uh, Maui O? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, Maui Bala or something Ma- Maui, like that. Maui, yes. Yeah. Whatever it was. I thought it was cool. And I felt like in this tournament, Especially and even um yeah, I guess this tournament, he seemed more like Maui O. Right. Um, it, it, it was it was a little bit more. Now he didn't play perfect tonight. That wasn't his best game. It's a hard team to play. Sometimes big guys like that have a harder t- time playing against smaller, right? Scrappy like it's you know guys that get up under you. Under you. Yeah. That's that's the right word. Right. When they get up under you, it's it's uncomfortable. So, but I just felt like the way he ran, how many minutes he played last night and tonight. Um, he seemed a little bit more like that, that November Mauio. All right. Now, Matt, because we know you guys are going to probably party a little bit
0: here, c- completion of season. Let me Before we let you go, let me ask you this, though. What are going into the tournament, let's just say, for example, Arizona's a 2 seed out west. I feel that this team could go to the Final Four, lose in the second round, but I'll tell you what, I think there's 20 other teams like that in college basketball as well.
3: Agreed, and that's the way college has changed. We right. don't see teams with, you know, five seniors, that have played together for, you know, for four years and, you know, guys at three, four NBA guys on the team. It's a lot of young NBA players and maybe right. you get a couple transfers. Um, and so, yeah, because of that, they don't have the, the, the depth. Right. They don't have that experience other than UCLA. I right. mean, that's probably the one exception. Although I feel terrible for them that those two injuries, but hey, shout out to UCLA. Are you kidding me? Big hey, time. Yeah. I-, I was tweeting this all game. I mean, that's a Let's just be honest here. That is a really good team, right there. It is. They are such a good team and so well coached. And I'll tell you what, they play yeah. with the like some of the best heart. They take on their they take on their coaches' embodiment, right? They wear it there. on their sleeve. Their, their yeah. identity is there any? There's no one really that has as good of an identity, maybe in all of college basketball, is that UCLA right. team and lives up to it and embraces the identity. And to
0: be able to win a game like this, and we were talking about it, Arizona's resume. It's a kick-ass resume. I mean, you've got now wins over UCLA twice. You've got to win over Tennessee. you got to win over Indiana. You've got to win over Creighton. you got to win over San Diego State. It's about as good as it comes. Indiana. Yeah, Indiana, exactly. Yeah, I won't I won't hold the Big Ten uh, um, alliance <laughs> against them. But, Matt, you know, overall, but on a, on, a, on a brighter note, I'd like to thank you a ton for coming on, my guy. Yeah. By the way, this is an awesome jacket. What is what is this? Let's see. What is this? What know. is this right here? Uh. All right. A little heart. I hot, was going to say. You know, put it, put probably, it on your shopping list. I was H- going to say. If Marks? you want to be like Mr. <laughs> Triple Double, he just gave you some of the keys right there. But, Matt, really appreciate you, my guy. I'll be in Mike, touch. always love you. Man. Thanks. Right. Thank
3: you, man. You guys do a great job for Arizona basketball. Right. For basketball in general, Tucson, or, I mean, all the state basketball. So keep Just it so you know, uh, Matt Muehlbach has unlimited text. I can verify that
0: because of how many times I text bothering him about stuff. So,
3: again. <laughs> appreciate all the comps, uh, too. For shit. sure.
0: No, for sure, Matt. For sure. So, all right. You have a all good right. time, though, tonight, my guy. Go kill it. Yep, you got That's it, man. dude. I'll, I'll hit you up. All right. Appreciate it, there, Matt. Talk to you soon, dude. All right. Um. All right. Before again. What, we're going to sign off here in just a second, but I'd like to get everybody in here, though. Please, come on. You guys are the ones. Come on, Mac. Come on. Toe Tree, Sean, come on. Shane, what are you doing? Getting confetti, I think. All right. All right. These, honestly, it is a privilege. I live in Tucson. They're up in Phoenix. Get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, these—everybody everybody here is the best. They make me look a lot better than I should on this one. And, again, this stuff doesn't happen without them. So, for Mac, for Sean, for, the, uh, for Shane Diefenbach, for Toe Tree right there, <laughs> um, again, appreciate it. We will be back with you. I'll be back with you tomorrow, Selection Show, when I get back from Tucson. But, again, everybody out there, give them a big thanks because they've been absolutely fantastic. All right. We will talk with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.